Welcome back to Singles Exchange, a podcast that focuses on conversations, connections, and community. As always, I am your host, Joy J, and we have a very exciting episode today, another installment in our discourse on dating. Today, we are talking about long-distance relationships, and I have some very special guests that I'll introduce in a moment. Um, If you are a frequent exchanger, you know the drill. Be sure to like, share, and comment, and subscribe to Singles Exchange on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and whatever platform you use for podcasts. Um, And I have on my Singles Exchange merch because it is in. So if you're interested, please inbox us. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get started. I would like to introduce to you guys Mrs. Murray and Mr. Murray. And I will let them introduce themselves and then we'll get started. Oh, well, thank you, Joy. Thanks for having us today. Um, Again, I'm Trinity Murray, and I'm so excited to be here. Um, I have been married to Justin Murray um, for about three months now. We're excited to talk to you guys about dating long distance. (laughs) Uh, And I am Justin Murray. I've been married to Trinity Murray for about three months. Uh, We dated roughly three years before uh, getting married. Um, so yeah, just excited to share with you guys and, you know, have a very good discussion. Oh yeah. And also Trinity is one of our singles exchange staffers. Shout out to her. (laughs) Justin is responsible for that amazing intro that you heard. So shout out to Justin. Cause you know, we like to keep it in the family. You know, that's how you (laughs) You gotta do it. That's how you gotta do it. So We're going to go ahead and get started, and I'll let either one of you answer this. Just kind of tell the people how you met, how you end up dating, you know, whatever you'd like to share about that part. Yeah, we got got opposing views. So, uh, my recollection of how we met was through my brother. Uh, We met at college, um, and his introduction was just very short. This is Trinity. She says, that's valid a lot. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) you know, and that was the end of that. Um... And from there, we kind of just built our own relationship. We spent a lot of time, you know, FaceTiming and um, talking. She was back and forth to Chicago and everything, so we do our best to hang out. And uh, I don't remember how long. I remember when we started dating, but I remember how much time passed between when we met and when we started dating. But that's... That's my version. And she does <laughs> say that's valid. <laughs> she does. A it's, it's a very real thing. She took a, a break for a little bit. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> and now your view of how you met. Yeah. So, okay. So we definitely met through um, his older brother, who was a good friend of mine at the time. And um, on campus at SIUE, um, the details are sticky there. That's why he mentioned we have opposing views. I say we met on the quad. He says we met in the muck the first time. So outside or inside? Right, outside, inside. (laughs) So be that as it may, we met at SIUE and um, really didn't even, uh, again, really pay any attention to each other whatsoever. Like, didn't even uh, attempt even friendship at first for probably about a year later. And then just started dating. Okay, so you met at college Mm -hmm. where you both are students. How did you end up long distance dating? Um, so we met, let me see, your first year was 2006, 
14, right? 14. 14, okay. So, 2014, so I met him that, sometime in that freshman year, his first year. Um, and then again, I didn't really even talk to him again until when I was uh, about to graduate, 2016. And at that point, we had hung out a few more times. We had started to go, I started going to church that he went to and things like that. And the more time we spent together, like we built a friendship. And then, um, again, at the end of the middle of 2016, I, that's when I moved to Chicago. And, you know, he was very intentional about staying in touch with me. And I was like, oh, okay, this is effort, I think. So, <laughs> possibly. Right. Right. So, we kind of started, even though we we're from the same area, we started talking, I guess, that phase long distance. Okay. When I was in Chicago. And um, I stayed there for about six months through the end of 2016 and returned to thousands at the end of 2016 and January 2017 we were dating. So um, from there, um, I was here for like about six more months and then I went away to Spain again and then I spent about six months in Spain and then I went to Houston again. So we've kind of just, we're in this cycle of we, short space of time we were together and then long sense of time we were apart over the right. three years that we were dating. Okay, so um, I know with long distance dating, you have to be very intentional about carving out time because you have a life where you are, they have a life where they are. Um, so tell me, I'm asking both of you, what was your favorite um, long distance date? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Um, I would definitely say like our, our movie nights. Uh, were some of my favorite. Um, I enjoyed some of the other like spiritual things we did, but it wasn't necessarily dating. It was you know, just the activity. But the the movie nights, you know, we did. Um, it was like Netflix hangouts or something like yeah. that. Some we where we could like kind of screen share and watch the same movie. So uh, we would definitely carve out time to do that. And that alone, again, it was effort because we had to find the technologies and it was not working. Mm-hmm. Then we had to go find another another app. And then, like, plan the dates, and then we, like, even coordinated our food and snacks and things like that. Nice. And I would argue that some of the spiritual things we did were even dating. I think that's dating. Just because, I mean, that's for one, it was the same. Like, today we're watching, you know, yeah. such and such action movie, but tomorrow we're watching John Gray. We're still spending time together and enjoying conversation and connecting, you know, even though the content of that or the context changed slightly. And so, it was, like, major effort because the long distance started like in a whole different country so it's like different time zones too so oh, making gosh. sure that we could you know have the exact same you know time and stuff to link up was, so what was the time difference from seven hours seven hours oh gosh so yeah <laughs> that's quite interesting yeah. okay yeah. um okay so the next question is how did you cope with lack of physical affection so while you lived separately whether that was chicago or spain or houston um how did you cope with that lack of affection and what creative ways did you use to date intentionally while you were away oh i think for me um i was coming out of a lot of like trauma like personal trauma and even some sexual trauma so for me the physical distance was space for me to heal and so um those are things that we had to really confront in that space because i knew that um 
even though for me it wasn't something that I desired at that point I still knew that I had to take his you know intentions and his needs into um, consideration so it kind of forced us to like deal like head on with that in a way that we might not have if we were in person the whole time that's so it is um, yeah yeah uh it for me it was a lot of that like confronting it and just kind of beating her head on because you know not realizing that she was trying to like compensate for how i might feel in advance like i knew she was going through that healing space so what i did was just did stuff to like keep myself busy like we yeah. would talk but during that time, like, I was just like, okay, like, what can I do? I might, like, pick up an extra gig or practice longer or do whatever to, like, not focus on that to try to make that a burden, you know, to for the sake of making that a burden. You know, I, I want to avoid that. So I would kind of keep myself busy to, you know, not put extra pressure on the situation. So. That's good. Um, and definitely trauma. Dealing with trauma is always hard, whether you're in person or not. Um, but, Trin, you kind of touched on you think that that positively impacted you. So tell me, um, in what ways do you both think that long distance relationship positively impacted your relationship? Because a lot of people are like, that's my long distance. I can't do it. Like that's a lot of people's automatic reaction, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. So how do you guys think that that distance actually positively affected you? Okay. Uh for me, so this was not my first long distance relationship. Um, and I know I've always been uh, dating to marry. Like I haven't had a whole bunch of relationships or anything like that. Come on, intentional. Um, right. And so um, what always does it for me is number one, making sure it's worth it. But two, when it's long distance, like you have to make sure there's substance. You know what I mean? A lot of people, like we just talked about physical touch, you know, that's, I'm only in it for this. or I'm only in it for the money or I like, you know, the adventure. But like when you're literally halfway across the world, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's gotta be something (laughs) there. You know, it's gotta be some sort of foundation. So um, it was just really important and, and, you know, made it worth it that we had something there. Like whether it was, you know the connection we built in our friendship because i mean even before we started dating we had a lot of real conversations whether yeah. it be about job or you know upbringing or whatever and that stuff you know got stronger the more we talked but even like let's talk about like, the spiritual things we would have bible studies we would fast we would watch sermons we would you know have discussions about that so it was plenty of substance there that continued to make it you know valuable so. Yeah, I think for me, um, I mean, ditto everything you just said. I think one thing that I would add to that would just be in terms of, like, how we relate to each other in terms of, like, conflict resolution and communication. I think being at a distance, it forces you to do those mature things, like take a step back, evaluate how you're feeling, and then come back to the conversation. Because a lot of times you don't have a choice, you know? Time constraints and, again, separate Mm -hmm. lives, they force you to do that you know if if you know something happened and i i feel like i just need to get it off my chest i i can't have a quick tongue and just go off because it's two o'clock in the morning there you know what i'm saying so it's just like you know it forces you to really apply some of those like positive relationship habits and communication strategies that you wouldn't otherwise be forced to apply so i think that in relationship and even just as a person you know as you know manager on my job and things like that it forces you to 
really work in some of those skills that that you need yeah, in like, our relationship it built a lot of trust because the reality of the situation is like anything could happen mm-hmm. you know we not only are we halfway across the world we in different time zones so you could be doing whatever while i'm asleep you know what i mean right and vice versa you but know. you have to you know it also built a lot of trust in that in that aspect too so um the big question because like you said you were dating to marry you mm-hmm. knew you knew that it wasn't just a whatever fly by the seat of your pants relationship so um since you knew you were dating to marry how was the decision made on who would move and who would stay oh i fought <laughs> you're not gonna die punches were thrown like oh i fought <laughs> So you fought it real. Oh, I fought. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but okay. I fought. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, after, again, the furthest distance we had it was Spain, but after I left Spain 2018, I lived in Houston for a couple of years. And um, I, you know, when it came time to figuring out what the next steps were, I definitely was like, oh, you can come here. And I was sending him, you know, jobs and different churches and positions and things like that and he'd be like okay nah that one don't really speak to me nah I gotta not really say nothing about that I'll think about it and it just seemed like he was real nonchalant you know which in my heart I knew he wasn't I knew he was hearing me but it's like that that's it Yeah, that's, that's all, all you got that's all you had to say okay <laughs> alright well, right. guess I ain't moving <laughs> so yeah no I think um we always, I think we knew that we would end back in this area eventually. Yeah. I think I was, I think I was, if anything, I was fighting for it to happen, not to happen so soon. Um, I liked Houston. <laughs> um, you can but, go visit. Yeah, we can go visit. <laughs> that's all you got. <laughs> we can go visit. And that's what he slightly told me. <laughs> he said you thought. <laughs> that's all you gotta say no it's just I mean I understood I was so um I don't want to say burdened but I was uh cognizant of the weight of marriage um and especially I had to just internally keep my foundation you know in the world of where you got people that don't care about marriage you got people that are you know hell bent on not getting married you have you know all these ideologies about what it is you know me being rooted in my faith i had to stay rooted there and i understood not only the weight of a union but the weight of you know leadership that plays in it and just the weight of spiritual obedience and i'm like bro like the the point that i kept trying to convey was like this ain't no time to just you know rely heavily on your own understanding or what seems cool or what might work like this you know what I mean? Like, of course, we in 2020 now. We understand the craziness as of right now. But at the time, you know, 2019 wasn't all, wasn't all, wasn't you all know, right. fruit and dessert either. You know what I mean? It's just like, bro, it's like, I'm like so much, you know, not to be a pessimist, but like so much could go wrong if you make the wrong move. So I'm just Big like, unless, unless I hear God say it, bro, I can't. I said I can't do it, and nor would I feel okay putting you in that position. Either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a whole different ball game you're about to step into here. Um, and even then, like I was a guy's face, like bruh, throw me a bone. Like I'm like, you, I know you hear her talking. To help me. Like literally help me. And it's just, I mean, it's you can hear a pin drop, you can hear an ant 
roll across the floor. I'm just like, bruh. <laughs> and everybody's talking, well, you got to get quiet. I'm like, bruh, you weren't there with us. I was in my room for three hours. Just quiet. <laughs> Anything? No? Okay. We'll wait. Anything else? No? Got it. And I'm, I'm talking to pastors. I'm talking yeah. to prophets. I'm like, do you, do you hear anything? Do you, somebody prophesied to be cool. Your business is going to be great. That's not what I need to hear that's right not, now. Right. <laughs> Thank you, but. God bless you. That's However, not what I came here for. Can I show you some text messages? Listen. I did, right. look. So, um, and then it was really the house that really, you know, sealed the deal. It was just like, look, we don't got a place to live. Like, uh, you got to do something. And then this house came through, and I was like, thank you. Right, thank you. We'll, we'll stay. Thank you. God bless That's you. That's a real thing. <laughs> so, Listen, yeah. and, and from a woman who is single, I commend you. Oh, God Because bless not you. everybody has a plan. Some Look. people just like, let's just do it. You know? Right. So I commend you for that. It was that. that in there, too. It's just, it's, yeah. Whatever. Like, what? Be like Nike. We just go flourish and let, you yeah. know, let the chips fall where they may. Look, because they're going to fall. Right. So, um, you guys got married, like you said, about three months ago. Yay! <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, so, what was the transition like going from long-distance dating to now you're here all the time in my house? <laughs> like, <laughs> how'd that go? <laughs> you go first. Um, it was an adjustment. <laughs> I'll put myself out there. I called Joy and was like, Joy, there's a man in my house. <laughs> and I'm on the phone like, uh, is it the repairman? I said, no. No, because he has keys. And he just like walked in. And Joy was like, so is it your husband? I, yeah. But like he's here all the time. He lives here. He lives here, honey. He's not here not to going anywhere. Right. So, yes, um, you were privy to a little bit of that adjustment, yes. but it, it definitely, um, it was good. It was good. I think, I mean, one of the things that um, helped us, you know, transition and even, you know, throughout the, throughout the time we were long distance was because we do have similar habits and similar routines and things yeah. like that. So it wasn't hard for us to fall into that new normal. Yeah. Um, and if anything, I think it just made us appreciate it more. Yeah. Like, just still in a place where we just really appreciate the time we have together. So, yeah. Uh, you didn't think you want to add oh, to that? Yeah, I mean, I kind of had a different reaction. I don't know, it, it teeters because I was actually kind of having that rela- relationship. I was having that conversation with a friend of mine a couple of days ago. I was like, I'm at a place in my life where I can start to kind of appreciate you know my father a little bit more because i'm at the place where i can start living out some of those things that either i saw him do or that he taught me yeah. and so i honestly couldn't wait i was just like cool like we got the house now i can get married now we can you know like, xyz and i was just like cool made now that's the, my house great i have my keys so i come home and she just baby or like you know i'd be i'd be ready to fight because <laughs> I put my key in the door and the door just opened. I'm like, who? Like, you know? <laughs> and she, she lives here. Right. And she'd be like, oh, I didn't know who. I was like, it's, it's still me. Like, remember we, we moved the stuff? Like, you know? And so, um, and sometimes, you know, we had to really get together on like morning schedules because like we, had, we did have similar habits, but now it's just like, okay, one bathroom, 
So no, I can't. That's just you know what I mean. Uh, like who's gonna have to wake up first? Who's gonna have to do you know getting that together? Because we at first we were like both late to work all the time due to that, and it's just like okay, we got to figure something else out. You know, kind of molding schedules. Look, <laughs> so um, but I think the prep work we did in dating kind of made it a lot smoother than it could have gone for sure. Also, I think like in the business of the transit transition, I think that we. I think we took for granted, like, also what, like, being together was going to be like. We had a conversation where we were like, I definitely thought we'd have more time together. Like, we we talked about, like, oh, we're going to work out together, we're going to cook together every day, we're also going to go grocery shopping together, oh, and do all these things together now. And it's just like, no, you you both still have responsibilities, yeah, you know? You, you both still have a life. I'm yeah. like, oh, all right, well, I guess I'll mm-hmm. see you later. Good night. <laughs> right. <laughs> good, that part. Literally good night. <laughs> good night. <laughs> You know, so I think um, it, it it was awesome, but also we had to sober up real quick to what was really the reality. Yeah, the reality. Because they lucky didn't stop. Like people usually get married, have a honeymoon. Like I got married on Friday, and if I didn't call off, I would have to go to work on Saturday. You know, right. like things didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I called I off for that, my but day. And, literally, and Mondays, you know, back to normal life. I have yeah. a ring now. God bless yeah. you. <laughs> Go pack you, up the box. You have but, a wife. <laughs> go to work. Right, like that's, it. <laughs> that's what it is. Right. The bill is due next week. Thank you. Right, right. That's the bill. Literally. All the bills. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Amber ain't look. If somebody was excited, it was Amber. Okay. Sick of it. Right. Oh, it's two of y'all in here. Right. Now. Oh, God Say bless you. Say less. <laughs> right. So the last question: What advice would you give to um, someone who is potentially seeking a long distance relationship, or who is currently in a long distance relationship? We're also in the midst of a pandemic, so I know that plays a part. But what advice would you give from a woman's perspective and a man's perspective? Um. I would say, I, because I know a lot of women out here, and I do see some good men reaching out. You know, we're really quick to trash them and, you know, right. talk about. And they're not all yeah, bad. Yeah, they're not. And I would say, you know, like I said when we opened up, for me, a lot of it was like taking time, evaluating the situation I was in, and just acknowledging and appreciating the effort, and then allowing that friendship to go from there. Um, I think that um, you just also can't hold yourself like to all of the ideals because it's not perfect and it's not ideal. Um, but just um, appeal to that like humanity. Like this is another person that desires a conversation and connection with me. Yeah, That's another good. exactly. Um, and I think if you stay grounded and centered in those things, then a long distance relationship, any any long distance relationship, can be successful. Uh, I would say watch out for comparison. Um, it's not going to always be like the movies. It's not going to be like your boy's relationship. You know what I mean? Uh, guard your heart because I know so, a couple of times, like, you know, I would get jealous. Like, okay, I can't, you know, I'm out with my friends, but no, I can't hold my wife's hand while I drive. I can't, you know what I mean, do that. But also, like, really be intentional about making the effort. Um, it was a lot, even though we had a long distance relationship, like, made numerous trips to Houston she did the same thing you know um I would do stuff like you know if I was here I send her flowers to her job and I do you know stuff like to try to make it a little more close but you know something tangible you know like you talked about physical touch but there's other things like that that makes it tangible as well uh so really you know put the effort there if it's something real you know 
I think I thought one more thing. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I think because you mentioned like, you know, we did a lot of traveling mm-hmm. and that kind of like waxed and waned with different like seasons of our, our lives over three years. So what I would ask that is be practical about that. Because I've also seen people out here like, oh, I'm going to visit you every weekend and you live in Hungary and they live in <laughs> Mumbai. Like, or like, no, ma'am, you're not getting tickets to Mumbai every through, every you weekend. Cannot. It's not <laughs> happening. And you make $10 an hour Dollar General. Yeah. Like, it's just it's like, be out. practical. Yeah. Because my, like, the thing is, even though absolutely the hope is to be successful, the effort can make you successful. But holding yourself to impractical ideals is where a lot of the pressure and the, 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 discord comes in at so be practical um just stay grounded in mm-hmm. who that other person is and make sure you're ready like um really make sure you're ready i know getting into the relationship i had a lot of trust issues and that's using the number one worry in long distance relationships like oh what you know what he doing what she doing who else you you know and you want to facetime all the time just to make sure you know it's just like the, be ready what you, doing right there? you know what i mean <laughs> Be ready yeah. for what you're going to do. Understand what it is and just, you know, mm-hmm. ride the wave. Nice. Anything else? Have fun. Have Dating fun. Is, Dating is fun. Dating. It should be fun. Have it fun. should be fun. Yes. Well, thank you, Mrs. Murray. Thank you, Mr. Murray. God bless you. Um, for those of you who are still tuning in, be sure to check out this entire series, Discourse on Dating. We have a few other special guests that we're featuring. So like I said, be sure to share this with a friend. If you know somebody who's interested in a long-distance relationship or who's currently in one, send this to them because they might need some encouragement. So thank you guys for listening. And let's exchange. Yeah.